Have you ever asked yourself the question, how do I actually live as a Christian? You know, sometimes when I try to live as a Christian should, mm -hmm. I end up failing and I'm a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> Today, we're going to see how Paul approaches living the Christian life. Hey, welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John Drabert. And my name is Braden Pohowicz. And we work at Covenant Bay Bible Camp in Alberta, Canada. That's right. And we are preparing a place for you to come this summer. Registration opens February 1st, and we are so excited. Yeah, we're really excited. We got some awesome activities planned, and we hope to see you there. On another note, if you are... Uh, you know, 17 years old and want to work with us this summer, staff applications are now open. So you can apply at covenantbay.ca. And, and just so we're clear, it's not just 17 year olds. Oh yeah. Like above 17 and up. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> we are, we've been doing some small groups at my place, yes. at my house for yep. a while. And I, I just think of, they've been going really well. Yeah. And if you're interested in doing something like that with some friends of yours, uh, your family, uh, we'd love to hear from you and give you a few resources. So reach out to us and, and connect. Yeah, let us know how we can help. On one other note, we talked last week about a growth tip and kind of you guys sharing some of your growth for 2023 with us or hopeful growth and us sharing that with you. So all of that's online. You can still go out and fill that out. And then we're going to send you a free growth guide. Yeah. So BibleStoryPodcast.com. Click the link that you'll see on the front page and you'll be able to share with us. All right. Let's get into it. So we are in Galatians and we've been there for a couple of weeks now. And we are in chapter 2, and we're going to look at the entire chapter, verses 1 through 21. So not a long <clears throat> chapter, but be a good idea to take some time to read that right now. So hit pause, crack open your Bible, open up the Bible app, whatever you use, and read that now. All right. Um, Paul continues to share with us this, you know, kind of story, story he's writing to the churches of Galatia. Mm -hmm. uh, and this letter continues and it's, he talks about going back to Jerusalem, meeting with some of the apostles and them all kind of agreeing on the teaching that they're doing. Yeah. So they're on the same page. Basically, it's Paul talking about... Um, making sure that they're teaching the same things and that they're in not disagreeing the way that they're teaching it specifically for Paul actually about the Jewish law. Yeah. And so he's using this somewhat as, um, uh, so to help with some of the authority that he's going to be speaking with later on right. in chapter three. Right. Okay. So we've got one guy that Paul meets with yep. and his name is Peter. Peter mm -hmm. was a disciple of Jesus. Yep. And he was a pretty good dude, I would say. What do you uh, know about Peter? <clears throat> uh, he walked on water. Yep. Right? Yep. Which is pretty cool. Everyone remembers Jesus for walking on water, but... Peter did. Peter also did. Which is awesome. He did sink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I Also, uh, Jesus changes his name. Yeah. Right? From Pro Simon? From Simon. And he says, uh, your name's going to be Peter, which means rock. And mm -hmm. on this rock... I'm going to build my church, which is a pretty big statement coming from Jesus. Yeah. So overall, Peter is a man of influence, uh, character, seems to be mm -hmm. a good leader. Um, 
that's what I would know about him. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's really good uh, recap on Peter. Now we've got a the big part of this story. Yeah. Is that Paul confronts Peter in front of everybody. Mm. Now there's this new church, uh, just a little ways away from Jerusalem, or a fair a fair ways from Jerusalem. Okay. In a town called Antioch. Okay. Okay. Now Antioch, we have these. There's quite a few Jews living in Antioch, okay. and there's what is called Gentiles. Right. I would be a Gentile, you'd be a Gentile. A Gentile is simply anybody who is not a Jewish person. Right. Okay? So, we have in this new church, Jewish Christians, and Gentile Christians, and they're all getting along, they're all hanging mm-hmm. out together, they're eating meals together, they're doing Christian life really, really well. Right. And Peter, Paul, and some others are visiting. And so Peter's eating with uh, the Gentiles, and he's having a great time, probably laughing, telling jokes. Let me tell you about this one time I walked (laughs) on water, and then... I mean, that that would be a good story. I wonder if Peter just, like, overused that story, and everyone's like, okay, we (laughs) We get it. You're the guy who walks on water with Jesus. We hear you, Peter. Okay, I I like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, the distinction is important to say there's the, the Jewish Christians and the Gentile Christians, and they're all new to the faith because the faith is just still spreading. It's yep. still a new faith in itself. Um, and so I, I appreciate that fact. Also, Peter, I think it says in this in this chapter that he was... Um, Peter was spoken to be the leader of the... or. How do I say it? Peter was the one in charge of ministering to the Jewish people. Yeah, he or was spreading the gospel to the Jewish he, people. He was called to to minister to yeah. the Jews, and, and and Paul would have been the one ministering to the Gentiles or like the yeah. common folk. That's right. So we've got Paul, yeah, and we've got Peter, and then there's this guy named James. Now James yeah. is the brother of Jesus, and he comes with a bunch of his Jewish friends mm-hmm. to Antioch, and and these Jewish friends of his, they're like, hey, wait a second. You need to be circumcised. You need to follow the law right. in order to be a Christian. Yeah. You can't kind of sort of follow the law. You got to follow the law. And the law was very specific, like a lot of rules, a lot of small things. The law that was originally set out by God through Moses, and then things were just added and tacked on, and there was like safeguards, and society kept kind of adding things on the Jewish people. And so the law, there was laws about anything and everything, basically. There really was a lot of laws. Okay. So specifically, they're talking about circumcision in this law. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is that Paul sees Peter go Mm -hmm. over, was with the Gentiles, and he's like, ah... I can't eat with these guys because Gentiles weren't circumcised. Right. And so he's like, he, he leaves that group and he goes over and he starts eating with the Jews mm. and the Jewish Christians. And then all of a sudden, all of these other Jewish Christians follow Peter. Right. People who would have been watching Peter for yeah. guidance and leadership. That, that's right. Yeah. And so Paul, he's like, this isn't right. Yeah. Like, you can't do this. You know, you can't be bound to one law if you're not going to follow all of them. You're going right. to be... It, it, that's not the Christian faith. And, and time out for one second. Yeah. We do know or remember 
Paul as like a pretty fiery person, mm-hmm. a pretty passionate person. There, I mean, in the letters when he speaks to other people or other groups, uh, he is very righteous or believes in a, a right way to do things. Um, he's he, very passionate. He's very, uh, I mean, even authoritative and, you know, he carries weight with his mm-hmm. word. Um, and so we're, we're definitely seeing that part of him again here. Yeah. So very quickly now, the Jewish thinking at this time, right, yeah. was that if you were righteous, you were going to have eternal life. Mm-hmm. And the way to have <clears throat> righteousness with God is to follow the law. That's what they believe. If That's they what they the believe. Law perfectly, they would be righteous and therefore would have eternal life with God. Except what we know, and they knew even, mm-hmm. is that no one can follow the law perfectly. Right. Like we're all going to mess up. We're all kind of just these people who are just trying to figure life out together. Yeah. Let me read uh, verse 16. I think it sums it up really well. Okay, um, here it says, Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ, so that we also have believed in Jesus in order to be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, because by works of the law, no one will be justified. Yeah, so nobody's ever going to be made right with God by obeying the law. Hmm. So you can be good, you can try to be a a good person. We would say that in today's life. We wouldn't use the language, hey, have you been following the law today? (laughs) Are you righteous? Yeah, we'd be like, hey, you shouldn't do that. Or, you you, you know, we'd have all these things that we have the understanding of what Mm -hmm. a good Christian ought to do or not do. Mm -hmm. And none of those things are going to make you in a right relationship with God. Right. Doing or not doing those things, hmm. which is a hard thing to get our hat, head wrapped around. Yeah, it's we still strive for that righteousness and perfection in God or yeah. with God, but it's different. Okay, I want to bring us back to something that you said in the intro, and that was you are a hypocrite. I am, and so <laughs> that's it's a harsh statement. Uh, it even feels weird for me to say it. So so. Yeah, Explain was, that just a little bit. And it didn't feel very good to hear it from your lips. You are a hypocrite. <laughs> I am a hypocrite. <laughs> so what I mean by that is there are times when in my Christian faith mm-hmm. that I'm trying to live up to what I think Christians should live like right. or should do or not do. And I always end up failing. I'm like, oh, yeah, mm. okay, check mark. Yeah, okay, check mark. And then I fall flat on my face in some area of my life. And right. I'm like, I, it's a big fail. Circle a big one. Like I did not. And so get that one. what I'm saying, I want to be like, yeah. And what I'm am like are not, are not lining up. Hmm. I'm a, I'm a hypocrite. And the challenge is God calls us to this perfect way of acting or living out mm-hmm. this perfection through God. And I think that's when we see hypocrisy so much. We hear that a lot. Christians can be hypocritical. And I think where we see that is when the when we're trying to glorify ourselves through that perfection instead of glorifying God through any mm. of that perfection, or saying, I am only able to act in a way that is righteous and good because of what God does. Yeah. Because of who God is, not because of my own accord. Yeah. So something that you asked the question in yeah. at the start in the intro as well. How how can we actually live mm-hmm. the Christian life? Like, it's a really big question. Yeah. 
And I think verse 20 really sums it up well for us. I think Paul just like nails it on the head. Yeah. Like, so rather than using my own words to say, yeah. you know, putting, you know, this to, to rest, I think it would be a good answer to hear Paul. So could you read that? Verse 20, Paul says this, I have now been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. All right, a growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And if you don't want to be a uh, hypocrite, which... Don't be like me. <laughs> which I assume most of us don't. Um, okay, simply admit your shortcomings or just yeah. humble yourself to know when you're wrong. Yeah. I think that's the important part. It's not berating yourself for the wrong things that you do. It's just saying like, man, I am not perfect because I'm human and I'm flawed and only through God is perfection reached. Yeah. And the reality is not a single person will ever meet God's standard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think there's a really important question that we need to ask okay. in this growth before we get to the growth tip. Okay. okay. So why should we please God? Hmm. Okay. I mean, there's a sense of like, hey, we're not even going to approach that. Like we're going to fail, right. we've said. So why should we please God? Hmm. That's a good question. I, thanks. <laughs> I thought of it myself. <laughs> I think it's, it's more... Again, when we're when we're looking at it, it's more about the action than it is, like the outcome or the intent behind the action. Mm. So it's it's saying, look, God is who He is. He is great and amazing and gracious and f- and forgiving. And because of all those things, because of the life He has given me, I really want to honor Him and glorify Him and worship Him, and I can do that by pleasing him. I can do that by, by caring for people around me. I can do that by living a righteous life as righteous as I can and turning from sin when I step into sin. Yeah. And so by pleasing him in those moments, it is really just of humility, of gratitude, of, of gratefulness, of worship, of honor. And, and really it's just offering that back to him. It's mm-hmm. not asking anything in return. It's not, I want to receive something because I've pleased God today. It is just saying, God, I want to please you because you are great yeah. and gracious and kind. I think that's, you stated it really well. Like it's, it's kind of the Jewish way of thinking would have, mm-hmm. would have said, I'm going to please God because I want to receive something. Right. Eternal life is what they were trying yep. to do. Yeah. And, and the Christian mm-hmm. way of thinking would be, I've already received something that I don't deserve. Yeah. Yeah. I want to please God mm-hmm. and honor and worship him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that brings us to our growth tip. So we yeah. want you to go for a walk and mm-hmm. talk with God. List all the things that you can <clears throat> think of that would tell of why God is so great. Yeah. And then thank him for the reality that yeah. as a follower of Jesus, he now lives in you. Yeah, honor him and worship him and and sit in awe or walk in awe of his greatness and uh, who he is in, in you. 
All right, thank you guys so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. We're really grateful that we get to sit in this space and, and grow with you. And remember, there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ, and we're just honored to be even a small part of it. Guys, we are praying for you, and we love you, and we are hoping that God will just bless you so, so much in this new year. Mm-hmm. Take, Take care. care.